I'm Jeremiah Craig. Thank you for tuning in. I got stories to tell and songs to sing. Now they call me a balladeer to find out why just lend an ear at me. with me a little while and I will promise I will make you smile. My name is Jeremiah Craig. Thank you for tuning in. We're the countdown has begun. Three, two, one. It's anchor time. Hey, Jeremiah. It's your girl, Sister Lakes here. Um, I wanted to call in and answer and say, no, I don't have a Spotify or anything on it yet. Um, I recently wrote that song, Not For Nothing, in November. Like, finalized it, finished it. And I pretty much only have it on YouTube. Um, and it's just still, it's just, a, I only have a rough recording of it. So that's why I've been hesitant about putting it on Spotify. So maybe um, you can give me some suggestions on how I can place it on Spotify. But I'm also looking, like shopping around with producers, trying to see how I can um, formulate a uh, album with that song on it. So, um, you know, with different production aspects to it. I don't know, you know about more, more about music than me and Spotify. Is it beneficial for me to put it on Spotify now versus waiting for it to be perfected? Let me know. Stay positive. You know, it's a really exciting time for this song. You're thinking about what instruments can go on it, what the song can be musically, how it can be structured working with producers to thinking about that. And you know, it, the song sounded good on Anchor. If it's worth it to you to spend the 10 to $15 to put it up on Spotify, because you have to pay to distribute it digitally, then go for it. But it is always a lot of fun to really work on the produced version and then do this enormous release because more people are going to get down with it at the end of the day. More people are going to like the fully produced song than the acoustic demo. Now that doesn't mean that you can't put the acoustic demo up afterwards. That's, that's another way to play it. But I also wanted to tell you that if you're thinking about releasing an entire album at one time, I would say just focus on this one song first. Just focus on the one song, get the one song done, and then think about what the next single is going to be. From my experience, at this stage of your music career, and even at this stage in my music career, it is more valuable to release music a single at a time. Because the amount of hype that you can drive for one song is going to be about the same that you can drive for an entire album. So if you can put all of that energy behind one song, then you're leaving people wanting more. 
and then you have another song the next month. So think about releasing music now in the 21st century as the way that comic books have been releasing their work for the past, I don't know, 30 years or so, more than that. What they would do, they would have a storyline, and that storyline would have, you know, a, the intro book, and it's like, oh, Dr. Octopus kills Spider-Man one out of five. So you're knowing, okay, well, there's going to be five issues of this. But then what happens after that is Marvel takes all of those five comic books after they're all released and done, and a few months later they release the graphic novel, which contains all of that. And maybe a little bonus content. So we can do that with music, too, and create more hype for each song that we release, and then we can create hype again for the album. So I would say take that strategy rather than focusing on an entire album right from the get. And if you're interested in collaborating, I am totally down to help you record it. If you have any ideas musically, I'm, I'm totally down to help create an instrumental to help mix it and definitely also reach out to D Souls Productions because he basically dares people to collaborate with him and I haven't had the time to actually reach out to him but I probably will next month I have an idea I haven't told him about it yet but let's just keep that between you and me <laughs> yeah reach out to D Souls and See if he's interested, and I'm definitely interested, and it would be a, kind of a cool project. I would be interested in working with both of you on your song. So, I'm excited for you. This is an exciting time. All right. Hope that was helpful. Jeremiah, how's it going? It's Patrick. Yeah, I'm excited about this anchor thing, and I'm down for it. Anything that I can do, I want to do. I caught and amused, man. I really liked that. I love the sound of a harp anyways. But yeah, I'm excited, and I hadn't called in to your station, I think only maybe once, to tell you how I like the mouth harp. But uh, I just got caught up on your station. And you know, I want to tell you that releasing the music, the one I just caught of your segment, really good advice. I like how you use the analogy of uh, the comic book. It's a great way to explain it. And it, yeah, so back on the concert, I'm excited. So we'll... we'll I'm happy that this Kingfish only talked about this the other day and it's already getting some wheels on it. I can't imagine where it's going to go in another uh, a month or more when we really start putting our heads together. And I want to look work together with KT because him and I together, I think, would be awesome. I can picture me and KT. I already can picture us working off each other. So that would be fun. Peace. I'm excited about that too, Patrick. And to have that sort of banter back and forth, I think, while interviewing or even just talking about the playlist between you two, that would be really cool. I'm getting really excited about this idea. And of course, Kingfish, I think, either yesterday or today was talking about how we can make it a regular thing, maybe have it every month, maybe do different things. and. 
create an entirely new station, a new account on Anchor to run it all. So this could be something that we do on a regular basis, which I would be totally cool with, because to bring in musicians to showcase their work on Spotify to help them get more plays, get more follows on Spotify is, is great. And then that increases the Anchor community as well which I would just love because I really like it here so I think other people should come in too because the more the merrier as they say the thing that gets me most excited about this is is the Spotify aspect of it and integrating the two services and I know it has its troubles sometimes like there's those songs when you're listening to somebody's station and they play Spotify and then it just stalls. The app just stalls and it's like, oh man. And then it crashes. So hopefully they get a handle on that over at Anchor soon because that integration is really important when it works and it's amazing. I love adding music to my Anchor playlist by the press of a button. I swear that is the best thing that you could do because Spotify is all about the playlists. There's huge value in Spotify and the other streaming services for that matter, but Spotify has it down because they have the social and the music streaming tied together perfectly. That partnership that they did with Facebook a few years ago was brilliant. That's why they are the most used streaming service right now. At least most talked about. And I want to continue talking about streaming and the value of streaming in another segment. I think I'll actually make it a, a Today in Music segment. Thanks for the call, Patrick. I'm looking forward to talking with you and everybody else more about this project. Today in Music. Today in Music. Alright, thank you for sticking with me while I talk about the value of streaming music. There was a conference yesterday in Amsterdam. It's called the Fast Forward Conference. There was a panel about streaming music. And they were talking about how the future of streaming music is going to be completely different from what we've known the past 20 years in the music industry, which is obvious but you know they were just sort of discussing the challenges that they face ahead and the opportunities they're saying that music listening is a, a lot more passive than what it used to be and it makes sense right I mean you have music when you go into stores you have music at your fingertips whenever you want. You can listen to music as you work, as you walk, as you drive, as you do anything. Music can be in the background. 
So what does that mean for the musician as they make more music? And what does that mean for the musicians now that they're on a platform being Spotify where everyone is equal? I can put my music on Spotify just as easily as Justin Timberlake can. That never used to be the case. Never. You used to have to work with a record label because independent musicians can't really afford mass distribution because it was all physical. It was all the vinyl. It was always the cassette. It was always the CD. And to make thousands of those, to put behind that the marketing money, to organize the delivery of those physical pieces of music to the music stores, there's a lot that went into it. So it was pretty much impossible to compete with a musician the caliber of Justin Timberlake 20, 30 years ago. Now it is so easy. And people can release music every day on Spotify if they wanted to. So the amount of music that is being released is incredible. They said yesterday at the panel, apparently, artists are having to release more music. You will need to release more music. There is no option other than to release more music if you want to make any impact as a musician and to make a living off of your art. This is why I was talking about building up the hype behind the one single this morning. Because if you release a whole album at one time, that is all the attention that you can get. And then, of course, it might take another year before you have enough material and had the time to record it all to then do that again. And by that time, there's been so much other music released that people have forgotten about you. They're like, well, who is this person? Maybe I listened to him once a year ago, but I... Like, I don't know them anymore because there's other bands that are releasing music every day or at least collaborating with other musicians to have them make remixes of their work, have them cover their work so that they always stay in front of people. Streaming is amazing in that it has leveled the playing field for all musicians regardless of how much money you have behind you but it also has made it supremely competitive so that's why I say that if you want to make it in music if you want anything to do in music you need your stuff on Spotify it's also important to note that Spotify has made music listening easier than ever before it is so easy to stream music, any song that you want, through Spotify. Around September, I released 
an album that I had written in one weekend. I challenged myself to write and record an album in one weekend. So the first day I wrote seven songs and then during the night of that day I recorded six of them. In the morning of the second day recorded some more then I wrote three more and then I finished recording in the evening. So I got ten songs out of one weekend that didn't exist a few days before. Kind of impressive, right? And I was telling some people that I know about this. My fiance's sister's roommate. I was telling him about this. He's like, wow, that is really impressive. You know, because I like to brag about this stuff because it is kind of impressive. He's like, where can I listen to it? And I'm like, well, right now, it's on Bandcamp, which is a free music website to anybody who wants to use it, upload their stuff to Bandcamp. You're able to sell your music through there. And they take less of a cut. They only take 15% instead of 30% like iTunes does. So usually I put my music up there first. So I said, it's on Bandcamp. You know, you can go there and check it out, but in, an, in a week, it's scheduled to arrive on Spotify. He's like, oh, I'll listen to it in a week then. It's like, okay, cool. He had no interest of listening to music anywhere else other than Spotify. This is where we have come, okay? It is so easy for people to use Spotify they don't want to go anywhere else. Now, you being a musician out there, you're like, well, I'll, I'll listen to music on Reverb Nation, on Bandcamp, on YouTube, on SoundCloud. Yeah, me too. I, I, I love finding music everywhere, but the mass population is going to do whatever is easiest. And if they use Spotify, that's where they're going to go, right? Because they don't need to go anywhere else. So don't make them. Make it easy for them. Get your stuff on Spotify. Hey, it's Friday. So we are done. And I am really excited about this weekend because it is my fiance's birthday this weekend. So... This is probably the last you'll hear from me on this station anyways. I might jump on and do some call-ins to some folks, but for the most part, I'm going to be celebrating with her all weekend. So I just wanted to jump on here and let everybody know that that's what's going on. Let's see, what does the celebration schedule look like? Tonight is something that is carrying over from last year. Last year I did a whole week celebration. So every day had its theme. And one of her favorite themes was Bowl Trifecta Night. Now, Bowl Trifecta Night is going to happen today, too. So this is the first. We're only doing three-day celebration this time because the weekend is included. <laughs> 
bowl trifecta night consists of a bowl of chipotle. So we're going to get some chipotle tonight. A bowl of frozen yogurt with all the good toppings. Of course, you can't forget the gummy bears and that gummy shark. That weird gummy shark. You got to have one of those in the frozen yogurt bowl. And then to top it off, the third bowl in the bowl trifecta is just a big old bowl of weed. <laughs> That's right. Oh, bowl trifecta night. That's tonight. Tomorrow we're going to brunch. And then a wine tasting at night. And then I don't know what we're going to do on Sunday. I don't remember. We'll figure something out. But that's all I got for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with me for the streaming conversation. And I'm going to be echoing some music from a previous episode. Thank you again, everybody, for listening. Talk to you Monday. Peace. Jeremiah Craig coming at you with another story song. Today's story song is called Bust Out Early John, and it's one that I wrote after I read a book called Molokai. It's about the leprosy colony that they had in Hawaii. They took a break from the Hawaii portion in the book to talk about leprosy in the mainland United States in the early 1900s, and there was this man named John Early. He fought in the Spanish-American War, and when he came back, he went to Washington, D.C. for one reason or another, and he realized that he had some blemishes on his skin. He went to the doctor, and they said that he had leprosy. So they quarantined him right away in Washington, D.C., because there wasn't a cure for leprosy. In fact, if you had it, you were pretty much just deemed dead at that point. Your will was carried out and all of your belongings were given to your relatives. At least that's the way it was in Hawaii. But in the mainland, they, they quarantined John Early and they built a house for him just special with a wall going all the way down through the house so his wife and his kid were on one side and he was on the other side and he was treated very poorly. So he would escape from quarantine all the time and just show up at government events, rallies, this or that, and sort of protest, asking for leprosy rights. He was, uh, he was very hot on that. And then they would capture him and then put him back into quarantine. He would escape again and then they would capture him again. Always sort of going against the thought of keeping people down just because they're sick. Or, you know, uh, treating them as lesser beings. And of course this, this sort of idea has gone through, uh, is, you know... As each century or as each decade passes, there's more people who, uh, who are put down and treated differently because of one reason or another. And I felt that it was a very powerful story from John Early. 
and how he would always escape from places to get his word out, to speak for rights of the people with leprosy at that time. So this song is called Bust Out Early John. I hope you enjoy it. of running they damned my soul to diamond point stamped ulcered and unclean in that world old fear cries testaments to the free to keep it shiny sheen and what can a poor sick man without friends or money do can call me bust out early john and you can bet your health i won't be here for long no no well she heard me in the capitol playing mandolin through the wall boys and she'd sing along but with the dissonance of feds press and the neighbor folks Yes, she couldn't find the song, and I'm so tired of it all. If only they'd let me go home. Yeah, they called me bust out early, John. You'll see my feared face again on that Capitol lawn. Yeah. I got the world behind me. I have feelings and tastes. You'll only find me if I want, and I want to show you ain't chased. No, no. Well, you catch the news, and I'll catch a Route 1 bus. We'll see who catches it worse. All the true stories are sleeping beneath their trucks. And laying blind to the purse And I won't be the last And I'm certainly not the first No Yeah, they called me Bust out early, John I frightened capital crowds Who sing capital songs Yeah So they gave me cold shackles When I needed a warm hand Calling my acts tragedies And I was poked and prodded Locked up and shipped out to Taxed for my maladies No matter the results I'm cuffed as a carrier But they called me bust out early, John When you come back with those meds You'll find me gone, yes from me but only when informed you only find me when I want and I want to say you've been warned 